Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. We're previewing day two of the championships. The Arrowfield is supported by four Group 1s. The Arrowfield could become a Group 1 in the coming years, I'm hearing. Also, we've got Sandown there on Saturday. We're trialling the Wednesday night podcast. We're going to see how it goes. We might not have quite as much information, but that's all right. Dino Watling, I'll introduce you first. How are you going, mate? Good to be back on, boys. I'm going good. Day two of the championships. Hopefully, the punters uh, come out on top. It was a bit of a bookies bash on day one, but hopefully, the weather was pretty good today in Sydney, so hopefully, we get on a drying track, fellas. It was a proper bloodbath. Nico, have we recovered yet? Um, well, I had two bets today for two winners. So, oh, um, trumpet. Yeah, I think Dino might have backed the same. Good, good minds think alike, so a little bit of a Hawkesbury fill-up. But yeah, um, Melbourne's pretty shit on the weekend, so that's taken taken a back seat. But um, yeah, there's the bets that I've found I'm actually quite confident in, so I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Beautiful. Well, Alfred, five-day long weekend. You haven't had long to prepare, but hopefully you've found some winners. How are you going, brother? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know what you're talking about with the bloodbath last weekend. It was... Oh, you actually had a couple of winners, didn't you? Oh, I forgot about that. He got Kabosh out of the chair, out of his grave. Oh, Imperial Lad, Kabosh. There was a couple six, seven dollar winners. Imperial Lad, Kabosh, and what was the other one? Foxy Freedom, my first three bets of the day. I had yeah. Foxy Freedom too. That was that was full credit to our spot. That was yeah, phenomenal. What a horse. What a I'll horse she is. my attention on Ramwick this week. I don't know why looking back on last week <laughs> but hopefully we've got a bit more of fortune let's get into it royal ranwick rail goes out four meters i think it's a heavy eight at the moment drying conditions today but there is a bit of rain around tomorrow winners watling what do you think of that 
Yeah, I think today was a pretty good drawing day. I think the worst thing on the weekend was rain on race day when they chilled up. It just soaks in. I think the big day is Friday. I think there's 5 to 15 mil expected. If we get that, I think we're on a proper heavy. If we don't get that, I reckon we'll get back to a soft 5, soft 6 potentially. Well, could go either way. All right, we're going to go straight into the arrow field, I reckon. It is a group two over 1,200 metres. Um, cabin. Just as my market was about to open, it's gone to shit. But I believe Aft Cabin was a dollar ninety last time I checked. The big, uh, he's now out to even money. The big exclusion, obviously, was what you need coming out of the race. So I'm not sure if anyone knows why he has been scratched. But Zoo Tiger is second elect at five dollars. Economics nine fifty. We Nessie ten dollars. Cote fourteen dollars. Paris Dior sixteen dollars. And Lady Laguna sixteen. It was looking a good clash between the top two. Do we know why what you need has come out? probably the wet track wouldn't it be Uh, I'm not sure I think think, uh, potentially like Will said the wet track but in saying that uh, I'm not sure if they maybe spell and have bigger Brisbane targets or something's going on and not too sure it's it's probably ruling the race in a sense but um, at the same time they're both two nice horses yeah absolutely Um, what are we thinking here after cabin's obviously going to be very hard to beat he ran what do you run bot first up on the gdx at nearly a 103 if he can get back to that then they won't see which way he goes yeah but if he does i don't know he's sort of lost his way probably he's probably a 1200 1400 meter horse and they try to stretch him for the the guineas and and those sorts of things but um yeah he's probably a 1200 meter horse um lucky you're racing over 1200 on saturday then bot (laughs) i don't know yeah sure um, Zoo Tiger Blinkers first time maybe that's interesting I don't know I've, I've barely had enough time to look at Sandown so I've sort of skimmed these races but, oh, oh, Afcabin's obviously hard to beat yeah, oh, well, no. Afcabin's very hard to beat but he's even money what do you want me to tell you? Dino. well actually you could have bet at $3.70 like us <laughs> and you're just sitting pretty like J-Max Gano and just go whooshka oh <laughs> exactly all I knew what you need was going to scratch, didn't you? Well, I wasn't worried about what you need. <laughs> I'll add a bit of value to the race, boys. It's a, a good horse's race. It's it, The horses that have come through and won it, we've had Marzu, Wild Ruler, Splintex, and Classique Legend. So it's a proper horse's race. And mm. I think if you look at the field, there's only one proper horse in the field. I think that's Afcabin Markets, like that Will suggested, 1,200 metres, which I think we found out um, probably... Um, not ideally we found out. I thought he was going to be a 14,600 metre horse. I think we loaded up there for sure. But he'd been freshened. That tick over trial was elite. Um, he sort of looked like what he did prior to that first up win. There's no real profile leading to the race with key lead-ups, etc. Except for Derby, Monroe, Roman Consul have been sort of the lead-ups. But gate six, I think he is the winner of this race. Zoo Tiger, like you mentioned, blinkers go on. But he's got to find a couple of lengths. He's potentially another flat out 1200 meter horse and then I think the big watch in the markets we Nessie she's put two really good performances together last two starts obviously comes up from Melbourne which is normally not superior in Sydney but mm, comes out of the form lines behind Magic Time through Paracel and um, Waltz on by obviously Frank that form again on the weekend so I think we Nessie's potentially the only danger but in saying that the Phillies have an awful record in this race so I think it's pretty easy boys I think F Cabin just wins yeah, I am coming with. I, I think Afcabin is probably one of the better bets of the day. As Nico mentioned, it's easier to say when you've got a, a decent price all in. But 
I just think he gets the absolute dream run here from barrier six. I love the freshen up back to 1,200 metres. I think he could be bound for a Stradbroke or a race like that, back up to 1,400 metres going to Brisbane. But go back and watch this horse's trial. He went past Kementari and Marzu like they were standing uh, still. He'll be rock hard fit. Um, he's had three runs this preparation. I don't think he even needs to get back to his first up rating to be winning this. And as we saw last spring, um, he did bolt in on a heavy track in the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Um, I know that was probably a one-act affair with the, the driving rain. The, the race probably shouldn't have even been run, but we know he handles the wet. Um, and 1,200 metres to 1,400 metres, a son of us, Astern. This is probably going to be his go in life, and I'm pretty keen on him. Yeah, well, I don't need to say anything else. You both already said it. But yeah, $3.70 is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> there's no bad luck involved from here. What about what about Paris Dior? What do we think of her? What about her, bot? Honestly, she was good first up. She's got she got what heavy. Last up? She just she just missed it and she was never in it and went too yeah, quick. And she was just... uh, the other interesting runner I just wanted to quickly touch on was uh, economics. Dino, this horse went back last start. Do we think he's gonna? Surely he goes forward this time. Yeah, King in the saddle probably uh, told you that. I think he's just. Scarlet really shortened his first two runs. He's got the right SP profile, comes through obviously the race behind Opal Ridge, who ran second, or comes through the magic time. So you can probably tie that all through Weed Nessie as well. Um, but in saying that, I just think, uh, like I mentioned, I think it's a proper horse's race. I think you hit the nail on the head. The figure that Afghavin ran first up probably beats his field by two to three lengths. So if he gets anywhere back near that, um, I think you're dead set clutching at straws if you're trying to find... I think Afghan's got to have another off day for these other horses to, to lift to him. I just think he's probably that group one level horse and these are struggling to be probably group three class. I can't have Wienessi at $10. I don't care how good she's ran her last two runs. Like, dead set. Last time she she won a race, it was a listed race, she beat Bay 13, who's a flat-out 64 horse. No, can't have it. Economics, he'll be lucky to get in the gates. <laughs> Zoo Tiger needs to find fifteen links with blinkers. Oh, beautiful. Do, do you reckon? Do you reckon to have him to have him even money that you'd have to have him running his first up run? Do you reckon that's fair enough to say that? No, no. He could he could regress and like not regress. I think he'll hit over a hundred in terms of your ratings, bot, but. Yeah. yeah, well, on on my staff, he's three career peaks have all come over 1,200 metres. And like you said, that, that wet run in the spring at Caulfield rated around that 95 mark, which is probably the best that we Nessie's gone, and she's probably the second ranked in this race. So I think he's probably got, off that first up run, I think he can regress for a length or two and still, still win this. But in saying that, all the inklings, 1,200 metres, the tick over trial, the map, give you the suggestion he could even go to a, a new career peak here, which then he probably wins by... A couple more than two. Oh, yes. Yep. Keep it to me. <laughs> All right, let's move on to race six. It is the Oaks for the three-year-old fillies. Pavitra, the consistent Pavitra, is $3.60 favourite. Pennywecker, the New Zealand horse, comes over $5.50. Fireburn, will she ever win another race? $6.50. Arts is on the quick backup, $7.50. Polygon, $10. Pierossa, $10. For me, $17, and sole choice could be the likely leader, $21. Dino? Yeah, I reckon it's a poor edition of the Oaks this year, fellas. Obviously, past winners, very elegant, Hungry Heart, Colette, um, Bonneval, and 
couple of others. So you look at this field, I don't think we see any of stars like that. Um, the common profiles obviously been either the Alistair Clark, the Adrian Knox, the Vinery, and then you go back to Bonneval and Sophia Rosa, who both come out of the NZ Oaks, which Penny Wacker does. I just think it's a wide open field. I've got no real opinion. Um, I probably think for Vitra, it's short in the market if it's going to be a heavy track. I can't see why she's that short. She doesn't handle it at all. She probably had the best chance last start against prs on a, a drying track and wasn't good enough um i think arts well, on the quick backup if it's a heavy you have to trust that form but they absolutely crawled to the 600 meter mark and i think they were just stopping and she was going past and visually it looked like she had an elite turn of foot but you sort of read the sectionals and i don't know if that horse uh, could sustain it so for mine i'd probably lean the way of the new zealand horse purely on a count back to back the fellas i got no real opinion at all yeah I, I kind of agreed with Pervitra. I thought she does look short on a on a really wet track. We've seen her fail on a wet track before. Flight Stakes was a heavy eight, and she was beaten seven and a half. If it gets back to a sort of soft six, and she probably is a, a deserving favourite, she'll get a nice run on speed. But I thought Arts was pretty good last week, and I thought $8 was a respectable price. If we do get this 10 mils plus a rain on Friday, then she definitely has to be in your calculations. I know they walked, but... Often when they do walk and they sprint home, it is a good recipe for the backup. So I, I thought she deserved some respect. And then I was probably in the New Zealanders' corner as well. I thought Penny Wacker, um, she has ticked the heavy track box and she will run 2,500 metres, no issues, looking at uh, some of her runs over in New Zealand. Again, um, actually, unlike Art, she comes out of a fast run, Oaks, over there in New Zealand and... And yeah, 2,500 metres will be no problem. And then I thought Polygon, she was really good um, in the Vinery. She ran home in the second fastest. Pia Rossa was the only one who beat her home in terms of the, the final 200. But those are the two I kind of wanted from the New Zealand side. But I also have backed Arts at, at $8. What do you make of Fireburn here? <laughs> I don't give her oh. any, to be honest. Benny's dumped her. You're not. You're not. You're not getting in a relationship with her now, too, Bob. I think she's just kind of teasing. Like she hit the line all right last start, but she, oh, I can't. I can't have her anymore. Yeah, in the inferior ground, and then she was making up ground over Pavitra, P- 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 um, and that that other was it. Prowess isn't here, so she hasn't won since a twelve hundred meter Golden Slipper. Oh, who now who cares? Who cares? When they're asked last to, time to she take won? six bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I can't have her. Nico, any thoughts on this race? It is a tough one, isn't it? And she's her, the heavy tracks are positive. Her mum's by, so you think? So. Yeah, heavy tracks an obvious I think, tick. I don't know. Yeah, maybe well, maybe Arts on the backup. Maybe the if they track. cut the race in half, five, it might be a chance. <laughs> um, I've had a default bet with a majority in Arts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just listening to um, Dino and Gano. And Jules, um, with their review stuff, these boys analyse and reflect on races a lot more than I do and the something that Jules harps on about, and I know my old man does as well, about the horses wet to wet on the seven-day backup um, is a, a, a very fruitful combination, so I, that's what I'm banking on. Um, I don't think Pavitra will handle a heavy, heavy track. I don't know what to do with the New Zealanders, and unfortunately... Uh, recording this on a Wednesday night well, I haven't ab- absorbed the information from uh, people in New Zealand which I normally would on a Thursday 
So, um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say. Gear is on Polygon. Hey. Mick Gearin's on Polygon. He is on Polygon. If that's what you're referring to, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. There's your lead, punters. Back, back <laughs> Polygon. You've given up Nico's source. <laughs> oh, nah, I always normally quote him, but... I thought the one in the market, potentially, fellas, that was over the odds was Mountain Guest, Mickey Gunner, Tippy Sauce Up, ran second on the weekend, um, behind Arts of $31. Now it's 34s and Arts is... Uh, 7s. Art started 26, so similar price to Mountain Guest. I think the slow tempo didn't suit Mountain Guest, and I think if we get mm. a fast tempo here, you could potentially switch the, the race around. Um, and Just got to carry Johnny Allen. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, if you're looking at SPs and looking for a lead in that sense, I think that there's probably too much of a discrepancy um, between Arts and Mountain Guest. Did run second to Arts, and it's the same price. Has well, this, o- a, has this, has this a, premise got any substance to any of its numbers, computer boys? What? What are you talking about? Premise? Her name is? Oh. She, she got any substance that. on the computer? No, not really. I think she's got to improve her stack to be competitive here. I think like yeah. you can probably find three or four chances in this race and then pretty much pen the rest of them. But like we see in these yeah. staying races, you don't really get a true tempo and a true t- staying test until they hit this trip. And horses like Art, so last week and just completely jump out of the ground and um, you can end up with peanuts so um, my advice would be yeah, tread carefully in these races yeah I think the mountain guest tip is actually a, a fair one this horse obviously it was a really slow tempo and it was actually headed by sequestered it actually got probably a length in front of it almost and it kicked back really strongly to to run second they're going to go a lot faster than last week you'd imagine and John Sargent can train a good stayer. So 26 to 1, 30 to 1 is a, a decent little price there. All right, let's move on to the Sydney Cup. 3,200 metres handicap, obviously. Cleveland is the $4 favourite for Joseph O'Brien and Lloyd Williams. King Frankel, $8. Gold Trip, $8.50. Arapaho, $13. Shorefire, $13. High Emotion, $13. Baron Samidi, $15. Gin Martini, $16. And last year's winner, Knight's Order, $17. Uh, what do we think, Dino? Knight's order leads here? Yeah, I think uh, agree. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of speed. It's an interesting race. It's probably a, a good profile for it in the sense of your historical data, um, which I'll bring up in a second. But looking at the speed map, I think you agree there that Knight's order goes four. There's probably a couple here. And the 3,200-meter start at Randwick's a little bit tricky. It's prior to the first bend, so you sort of want to find a spot. And I think the historical data, which suggests only... Two winners outside of Barrier 10 plus in the last 20 years have won. So I think you want to find your spot nice and early and get cover, especially over 3,200, which you can probably vouch for. I think the interesting stat is 17 of the past 20 winners have finished in the top four in their last start, and 12 out of the last 20 um, finished in the top four coming through the chairman. So I think the champions would be the key form line for this, and I think you've got to be a stayer in form to win this race, which um, the data suggests you... It's very hard to be out of form and then come into form and win this race. So I think it's a lottery. I think it's a good race, great race to watch. And I'll probably have a little chime in if you want to have a bet with interest on Arapaho, King Frankel, Jim Martini, Nerve Not Verb. They all fit that profile. All draw low, all come out of the right lead-ups um, and are in form. So if I was to have a bet here, fellas, which I'm not going to be chiming in hard, I'd be having a little spec on them and probably having a beer and having a watch. Beautiful. Nico, have you got much of an opinion here? I do, actually. I think there's a f- phenomenal bet. Oh, I like this, Nico. Gin Martini. 
Cool. This horse ran super last week, arguably should have won, was held up for momentum at a crucial stage. Frosty had to check back off heels, pop out, go round. Um, I thought it should have beaten Surefire, clearly. Goes from 54 kilos, drops to 50 kilos, with Zach Lloyd on board. Um, this horse goes good on wet ground, obviously Frank that last week goes good fourth up and I just think he's a silly price at 16 to 1 um, I don't really know what to do with Cleveland because he ran super last start and he was like the just back for your next start run but from gate 17 he's going to have to go back K-Mac well he's ridden as many winners as I have of late it's just <laughs> like what do you what do you want to do with him Gold trip one of mine, love the horse. Still don't know how he ran a place first up. Fast tempo. Oh, sickening. But he's going to carry the grandstand. The interesting horse is this Joseph O'Brien horse. This Baron Samedi. Got really good wet form by the looks of it. and It's got some decent SPs. Or decent form back overseas against like Kiprios, Stay Foolish... Emily Dickinson, they're like some good stayers overseas. So I'm interested to see what the market does with this horse. If it gives it a push, I could very easily probably come with it. But at the moment, the market wants none of it. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to have a small spec on Jim Martini. I reckon he's um, he's a good bet. I'd love to back Stockman, but I think my toxic relationship with him is going to come to an end. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Um, look, I think you've got to back a horse that's going to run a strong 3,200 metres here. So, unfortunately, a few that I've circled out have drawn really awkwardly. Cleveland, his run, obviously, in the Tangred screamed Sydney Cup, had it all written all over it. He goes from weight for age back to a handicap. He goes from 59 kilos back to 51. He meets Gold Trip 8.5 kilos better at the weights. Um, he's got some really good staying credentials back home. He's, you know, won over 3,700 metres. Um, so he could entertain me. I think he could possibly drift even further. If he gets to, say, around $5, and that's starting to look like a really enticing price despite the gate. Uh, the heavy track also won't bother him. Gold Trip, you have to respect him. He did run a massive figure with 57.5 kilos in a Melbourne Cup. He now carries two, two kilos more in a Sydney Cup, and I thought he was fine last start. Uh, the other two that really piqued my interest were High Emotion. Obviously, we saw this horse run a massive, a monster third in the Melbourne Cup. Was fourth last start, drops down to 51 kilos as well, and she won't mind the wet at all. And the other horse that you can't dismiss is Nerve Not Verve. She gets him with only 50 here. She draws barrier two. She's going to go forward. Um, she was awesome last start. And if you go back to her run two starts back in the Auckland Cup, she actually misses the start hopelessly. She goes around them, does a stack of work, and she's only just nailed in the in the final bound. So with Dutchie Holland on board, I think she does look a little bit over the odds around the $18 mark. Um, Knight's Order won last year, but she's got to carry, uh, he's got to carry five and a half kilos more. So that's my little grab there. But I, I am leaning Cleveland, from high emotion and nerve not verve gold trip wouldn't surprise at all but um yeah he, he does he does give a, a lot of good horses here a lot of weight well 
Anything? Yeah, I actually really like this race. This is a good race. Um, I actually did this race properly, and I'm not taking the piss. Um, two horses I actually, I probably would almost have a bet on are Explosive Jack and Nerve Not Verve. Um, Explosive Jack, I think he's flying. The first up, the sectionals it ran were, were hot, and again, um, same second up. Um, can, well, the race in the Canberra Cup was fine, and then was taken back in the from the, was it the Tankard, um, and yeah, like on a wet track, he's he's won the uh, a, a South Australian Derby in the um, and what is it called the ATC Derby. So uh, he he has numbers to win this, and so does Nerve Not Verve uh, at the at the weights anyway. Um, and they're both going to get soft runs. Like, the biggest thing is, like, these... Uh, explosive Jack has been, like, necked from the from wide barriers, taken back to the back of the field. From barrier four, he'll be a lot more more uh, closer in run, and I think he is capable of winning a race like this, I think. What do you think of Blinkers on last time? We all the stable bullish Explosive Jack. They pretty much said that he was a better chance than Gold Trip, and now Blinkers come off just backfired. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't think it had anything to do with the blinkers. I think it just had to do with them necking him out the back in a slowly run race. I had the right form race last start and I just picked the wrong fucking horse, didn't I? Arapahoe beat Explosive Jack at Canberra. It's oh, interesting you sick. mentioned that, Nick. I think the two key form lines of this race are the Tankard and the Chairman's. I think if you figure out which race is better, obviously Chairman's historically better, but I think that surefire form race compared to the Tankard's probably 2.5 lengths uh, roughly worse so if you look at that i think you want to be with a tanker form which is your rapper explosive jack um etc form so i think if you find the right lead up you potentially find the right um horse and the winner in this race do you have any knock on the the, on the favorite other than price and gate dino no i think yeah 100 percent. that's that's the complete knock kieran mcavoy he's an outstanding jockey but his stats over the last sort of 12 to 18 months uh, are no good Albeit he's an elite staying jockey, but like I said, I think that 3,200-meter start at Ramwick is tricky. You want to find a spot early. Um, he was no doubt the best run in that race last start. He was phenomenal, um, and you can't knock him. But price-wise, I can't see them chiming into him at fours. He's got a drift. I think Gold Trip, purely on weight, has to drift. Like, he gives away a stack of weight, and if you look at historical, anything under sort of 53.5 kilos has dominated this race. So I think it's a race that you can spec a couple in the – out wide, and then if you like those top two, Gold Trip and Cleveland, I think just wait, you'll get much better prices race day. Gin Martini, the steamer, into single figures. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, a couple there for your quaddies at least, punters. Let's go to, let's face it, the highlight of the day. It might even be the highlight of the carnival. It is the Queen Elizabeth Stakes, wait for age 2,000 metres, and we see the Clash of the Titans. Number one, Animo, $2.50. Number two, Dubai Honor, $2.50. They can't split them at the moment. Unicorn Lion is $11, the Japanese horse. Cascadian, $12. Montefilia, $17. Moanga, 23s. And we don't need to go further down the page than that. Uh, let's start with the map, Dino. What do, you, what do you think here in terms of... Is it the Japanese go to the straight to the front? Yeah, I think so. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Unicorn Lion uh, leads or either sits on the outside of New Marion, who does have okay gate speed and can probably kick up over 2,000 metres. I think gear up is thereabouts probably on the inside and I think Animo gets the run of the race if he wants it with Dubai on a, on his back or you can potentially flip them I think it'll be a duel early um, Dubai on probably has a touch more gate speed and can probably sit in front of Animo but we'll see what James wants to do behind that I think Cascading gets a lovely run so does Montefilia 
on the fence. So he's a shock L patroness, um, Mawanga, and then I think you move to uh, Montefilio protagonist and Alaquir last. And Zarek's going to do it tough, I think, um, to slot in from 12. So I think we should get what we want, and that's Animo versus Dubai Honor from really good spots there and Unicorn Lion out in front, um, potentially. You reckon yep. Dubai Honor's got more gate speed than Animo? Well, I think Animo can do it if he wants, but it depends if James wants to do that. I think if you're James McDonald and you Animo, he's a horse who wants to be probably chasing. Yeah. Mm. So if Animo hits the front, uh, we've seen him switch off. So if I'm thinking tactically, I'm thinking James might let the bunny go and then chase the bunny down. I think that's what it is. Dubai Honor um, has really good gate speed pro. If you go watch his European runs, he's been sitting up on speed enough um, and they draw really similarly. So it's probably a tactical barrier tactical battle sorry out of the gates alright this is interesting I know me and Nico both have decent opinions do you want to go first Nico well this is a very easy race (laughs) there's only only one horse that can win this race you can have your fucking international because he's going to (laughs) regress plain and simple he will not run anywhere near what he ran first up so you can just get your highlighters out punters and just run a red line straight through him. <laughs> Animo's biggest danger is his stable mate. And I don't think he can possibly beat him. Oh. I think I think the equal best bet in this race is Cascadian to run a place. I think that's a I think that's a great bet at two dollars ninety, like seriously. Um and this is just a put in take out job, Animo. You're gonna get about three dollars here for the best horse since Winks. It's going to be a 10-time Group 1 winner after Saturday. I don't need to keep telling you about how good he is, punters, because if you don't know how good he is by now, you've got no fucking idea to start with. <laughs> Just bed up, fill up, enjoy enjoy a superstar before he takes on the globe and have a have a good place bet on Cascadia and, and we won't lose. Simple as that. Dubai, Nico's in the, Dubai, in the blue hoodie and we're back in the blue jackets. Dubai <laughs> Honor will not win this race if he starts right now. <laughs> I love it. We knew we were going to get it and uh, you've delivered on all cylinders there. Dino, what are your thoughts on this race? Yeah, firstly, Nico, I love it. Don't let anyone talk you down on opinions. It's fascinating. In saying that, I'm in a completely different corner. I think uh, Dubai Honor, we saw William Haggis, he's brought seven, uh, 12 horses over here for seven wins. Uh, phenomenal strike rate. And I think the best guy we've got on his horses regressing is uh, Dave, who first preparation improved off his Tancred win and then did pretty much bang on the same uh, rating as his Tancred um, compared to the Queen Elizabeth in his second time out in Australia. I think he has probably one or two lengths he can regress and still be Animo. He put up around 105.5. There first up, sectionally was phenomenal, ran um, some of the best splits of the day uh, with an elite turn of foot. The wetter, the better for this horse. Um, and I just think Animo, I know you can't compare their last two figures at all because Animo was dropping back to the 1,500 metres. Um, you're never going to run a career peak third up, dropping back 100 metres when you're a 2,000 metre horse. So I think it's probably ill of us to compare those last two figures. But in saying that, if Animo wants to beat Dubai on here, he's got to go to a career peak that we've never seen. So that's the question for mine, and I don't think he can do that. Um, so I'm firmly in the Dubai Honor camp. Phase. Who's, to, who's yeah. to say that Dubai Honor isn't going to regress massively? Yeah, that's the question. That's the opinion you've got to make. But then who's to say Animo is going to go to a new career peak and beat 
Dubai. That's the debate. Well, yeah, come possibly, up with, but, but he hasn't would... he hasn't been given the opportunity to run that this preparation. I don't believe. Yeah, but that's last preparations as well. So I just think he's got to run it better than all of his Cox Plate figures if he's going to run up to Dubai Honor. But like you said, if Dubai Honor regresses two or three lengths, yeah. it's a completely different ball game. He gets the favours of probably the map. He probably gets the favours of up to 2,000 metres. Um, but in saying that, I think if he wins this race, we can truly call him a champion of our turf. He's won every other big group one except for a big group one over 2,000 metres in the autumn. Dubai Honor should be scared and running scared. Because no, <laughs> no horse has ever come from behind Animo and beat him. So good fucking luck to you, champ. You'll be on the next flight out. He's never <laughs> raced a horse as good as Dubai Honor either, so that sort of helps him. Mm, I don't know about that. So, so state of, who's better state at State of rest, rest than Dubai Honor? Probably uh, not well, much in it. From what, from what Haggis state was saying rest. today, Dubai Honor is back to his form, which sees him on par to Adabe. Mm. And Adabe was had the measure of very elegant well i think animo is a much better horse than very elegant so it's simple simple game this animo <laughs> would be very elegant to buy on a a day <laughs> level. Just give animo the trophy yeah. it's a great debate i'll go next i think to buy honor is going to start favorite and clear-cut favorite but i am going to back animo uh his Still consistency is just remarkable and i think the big thing for him here is is the map i think he maps outstandingly from barrier eight i think he can be around two to three pairs back one off the fence he's going to travel beautifully into the race and he's going to look the winner for a long way um dubai honor i have all the utmost respect for this horse but he was actually a length slow last start in the round of it so if he is that length slow from barrier nine again then Tom Marquand has a bit of a decision to make. That's another factor we haven't spoken of yet. He goes Ryan Moore to Tom Marquand. It's probably a slight downgrade. Ryan Moore has been champion jockey three times, I think, in the UK. And Marquand is, is a gun, but he's not quite on uh, on Moore's level. I think if he's a step slow from Barry and Nine, then he could potentially be behind Animo, or he could find himself three wide. I think Animo is going to lap up the, the even to fast tempo set here by the Japanese horse, I don't think we've had the, the chance to see Animo on a, on a really good tempo over 2,000 metres yet before, and I'm I'm hoping that he explodes on it. Uh, I don't want it to be really heavy, but I think around the eight range, that'll suit him fine. Um, and yeah, I, usually I've, I've learned not to barrack, but my heart comes into it a little bit here. I, I just can't not be on Animo. I'll be having a good bet on Animo. I'll be saving the 2-1 exactor, and like Nico, I will be having something to place on Cascadian. Will make um, it to all. Uh, <laughs> um, just, be, I think just the, think, just think about your life in what, <laughs> what your life's going to be like without your life in the group chat. If you pick this fucking international school, bot. <laughs> you and the rest of them out there know what's on the line. I'm not, I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. But just remember, worry, all buddy. consequences, all actions have consequences, bot. <laughs> Don't, don't worry about him, Will. He's still mowing those lawns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dino's lawn bills has gone up three times. <laughs> I don't own any lawn, unfortunately. I think I think the most um, the most uh, interesting thing about this race is what the what the the betting does because um, 
I know the GDX and the ratings to win data have um, Dubai Honor going a lot better than Animo's ever done, but I also know that Timeform have them going to the exact same number. So, um, like the big guys that move the market, the Jelcos, the the people that bet stupid amounts of money and dictate where the market goes, I'd be interested to see um, what they actually do and what their ratings actually are. Um, I don't know. I guess you've got Dubai Honor that's gone to a massive new peak, but um, he's, done, he's done it once, where you've got Animo, he's done it a couple of times. So I think consistency matters. Um, I, I, I couldn't bet in this race. Like, even though like I don't bet in Sydney, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't be able to bet in this race anyway. I just think it's a... I think it's fifty-fifty, and that's what the market's telling you at the moment. So, well, you're getting you're getting better than fifty-fifty odds, but there's an there's an edge, isn't it? Back and forth. <laughs> yeah, but fifty-fifty is even even Stevens. So you've got a fifty-cent edge. <laughs> so it's so I'm basically backing a dollar twenty-five shot. Dollar twenty-five. Yeah, well, better than bank, champ. <laughs> you know what, bot? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not, to be honest. Go to the front counter, bot. Pour yourself some popcorn and take a seat <laughs> all you need to do is watch this race whether you're betting in it or not it's going to be an yeah, absolute also, it's cracker. a great race so I'll, I'll definitely be watching it have the Quinella wheel and you'll be there you go yeah, I'll do that until, until Animo runs first and the international scrub runs out the back and Cascadian <laughs> storms over the top <laughs> I love it alright let's move on to race 9 it is the queen of the turf it is for the fillies and mares alcohol free very interesting import Going to be trained by Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Botton to be ridden by James McDonald. I'm not sure when we've ever seen that combination, but it's not often. Is $3.50 from Cerulio Miss, $5.50. Levante, $7.50. Hope in Your Heart was awesome last week in the Donny, I thought, $8.50. Fangirl was the same, $10 and a tissue, $12. I'll tell you what's happened here. J Max gone 0 for 21, and he's noticed that every single jockey that ever starts riding for Gay gets hot. So he's, he's decided, oh. J Mac had a winner today. Game. What are you fucking talking about? On protest. He is ice cold. Yeah, he can't ride a winner. He is a bit. He is a bit that, cold. I, I watched. I watched him ride. Um, in the in the size, the ride on cylinder. That that was awful. Like mm. you'd, you'd expect, like yeah. some apprentice yeah, well, to do that. Full credit, J Mac. The horse oh, was going right. backwards, but how dare you just just ride him ugly? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, he's gonna have us, a big bring us day. Bring back to life. Lucky he's gonna have a big day and stick it to you and all his haters, bot. I don't. I'm not hating on him. Well, you long paid probably about a thousand lawns. A thousand yeah. lawns. Ten, 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 ten million lawns. In Nico's currency, so they paid a stack for alcohol free. One trial leading to this, Jamak was on, pushed along uh, to us to find the line. I thought the trial was fine. Um, I was probably concerned about the prices all in here, fellas, how short alcohol free was. But then you look at the field and you probably see why. I think it's uh, strong enough for the top end, but then probably drops away a fair bit. Obviously, form around alcohol free, three and a half lengths off Bayed over 1,600 metres, and then beat home Artorias in the July Cup, Group 1, over 1,200 metres by 1.5 lengths. So you can tie that all through Artorias and through Animo, and that's why that horse is obviously favourite. Then you factor in the training um, and the jockey, and that's probably why it's $3.30. I think there's a really good bet in this race. I think Hope in Your Heart is a phenomenal price. Um, comes out of the... Doncaster last weekend ran some of the best splits of the day. Um, second best last 400, last 200 in the entire meeting down the outside. Did it much better than Fangirl. I think Fangirl's a better horse, but on a wet track, I think Hope in Your Heart's a much better horse. Kerry Parker 
is very underrated in the market over the last three years in group one group two and group three races he strikes at 39.3 percent 11 from 28 he's got a phenomenal strike rate in these good races knows how to place his horses and i think the biggest thing here is there's an absolute stack of speed and hoping your heart can just camp on the inside there from gate four so that's the way i'll be playing i think a tissue was fantastic last start emancipation states but wallace second up Barrier one's yeah. going to get a long way back and have it all to do. That's just not... If you were on all in or anything like that, you just sort of vomit at that gate. So I actually like, really like hoping you're hearty, fellas. Yeah, beautiful. I admittedly am on alcohol-free at $5, and I think that's a pretty good price. I thought her trial was really good. Um, she didn't really trial with much, but the way she went to the line was good. I think she maps really well from barrier two, actually. I think Cirilla missed from barrier three looks the most obvious leader alcohol free can go forward with her uh, i think she'll be on the fence i think she'll be about three lengths off Cerilio missing the run and look if she brings anywhere near her proper international form then she will be winning this race uh, she has good wet track creds and i'm hoping hoping by race nine that j mac has has a winner and he's got a bit of confidence under his belt uh like you dino i thought It'll hoping you're half of you fucking isn't <laughs> I thought Hope You In Your Heart was absolutely massive in the Doncaster and she probably looks yeah. the, the saver option for me around the $8.50 mark uh, Cerulea Miss has been really good here in Melbourne but I predict that she might just come back a couple notches going up to Sydney mm. uh, Levante probably stands him a head speed. start from 13 doesn't want it too heavy and Fangirl doesn't want it too heavy either um, so yeah I'm one from five did you have some thoughts on Something I just said, Dana? Yeah, I just thought the query of Surlio Miss is probably the, the pace. Like, it's obviously let out in the last two starts, gone to two career peaks. But in saying that, it's going to get an absolute stack of company up front. And I just don't like that as a profile for a, a speed horse in the sense that you probably want a little bit of speed, but too much speed, you can often see them come to the end of it. Two tough runs, you've got to be concerned. They went, they went, so they went quick last up, though. They went 14 above. Maybe, uh, yeah, but it had no pressure. Like, that's going out in front on your own. And there was, sort of there was deny knowledge there. Yeah, I think this yeah, race... You've, you've got, got more. You've got more, horses. but you're still going that quick. You're gonna have, I think yeah. a, I was listening to yeah. the racing show podcast the other day and a bit of a pearl that they kind of said is there's 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 race pace and then there's race pressure and they're two different things. And yeah. even though Cerulea Miss has been in high pace race races, that she probably hasn't been pressured as much and she's going to have pride of Jenny who went like an absolute cut snake um, it might have been last start or the start before she's going to have horses yeah. like that from um, from left from right and I think she's going to be attacked in the lead and it's just going to set up for either alcohol free coming on the inside or hope in your heart coming down the outside yep. okay. well don't both go away please <laughs> alcohol free <laughs> Alcohol will be free, hopefully, after this thing. <laughs> Nico, will you, I'll make a bet with you. If you got to go alcohol-free for a month, if Animo gets beat, and I'll go alcohol-free for a month, if Dubai Honor <laughs> gets beat. What are we, what's the date now? What are we... <laughs> no, they're, they're all the he's, he's thinking about all the functions that are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, as long as it ends before Warnable. <laughs> Yeah, you can have like three and a half weeks. Uh, Gee done. whiz. Yeah, you can have alcoholics that. here. Deal. Yeah, you can have that. <laughs> done deal. Fuck it. All right, Nick. 
Nick, back Will, any thoughts? <clears throat> Nick, uh, well, yeah, alcohol-free will will be winning, and then mm-hmm. when Animo has already pissed in the race before, my alcohol for the next month will be free. So, win-win scenario. Um, yeah, J Max in for a big day on the weekend. I fucking hope so. Anyway, I was wearing strife. F cabin, yeah. animoral, alcohol-free. Animoral. Uh, the A team. Oh, and he's going to ride the last too. We'll get to that in a sec. But, so, yeah. anything? Yeah, well, I thought maybe Surreleo miss. Um, alcohol free, obviously. Robot. but um, You're actually having a bet or just an opinion? No, obviously I'm not. Alcohol free, um, she, like if she runs to her peak, she'll win by a, a long way here. Um, Can we spit some numbers out for the punters? Well, she's run, she's won 107 at uh, over 1200 meters and 1600 meters Pretty and she's and she's like she's like she's done it all on um heavy soft good like she does it um whichever way any any and she does it whichever way oh she, she does she does it she's she, a good she's a good race horse and what's story. her worst rating in the last sort of section uh, like where she hasn't fallen out of the tv screen like when she's just like being she she, she ran won. She ran ninth in the um, the Golden Jubilee, beaten three lengths by Naval Crown. She ran a ninety-eight there, but oh. I, I just think I just ninety-eight's think it, nearly going to be good enough here. No, I don't, I don't think so. But it, but mm. even still, like it, it, like it, it's on a different continent, um, trained by a different trainer. Like she could just um, completely fall off a cliff, and that, and I guess that's 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 the gamble you're taking. But um, like for five dollars, that's a pretty fair price. I would have thought for a. It's probably oh, a trainer it's a upgrade. Lot. I don't. I don't know much about it, her previous trainer, but Gay bought her pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But like, it, you, you've got to factor factor in like the the conditions and all. Like, being a horse and then being transported halfway across the world is not probably the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and yet the other horse I thought maybe was half interesting was Statement. It was awful. Oh fucking! Don't <laughs> say it's not. It was um it was obviously horrible, but it still has the big number that it was supported. Um, like it was supported for a reason and <clears throat> got being backed into four dollars in that race, off off that number. Four dollars out of forty ones, you'd have to have something on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's four dollars, forty one dollars. So maybe just uh, it, it's best has it about a five dollar chance here. But and I I have heard like it's an enigmatic horse. Like it's a bit like it it can go pretty bad. Oh, perfect! I know what'll happen now. We'll just have something on. <laughs> Jeez. If it wins, then I'll, I'll join in the alcohol-free saga. Yeah, statement, statement, short half-head beat alcohol-free. It would probably be the best thing for me. All right, uh, any other bets outside yeah. of the main races in Randwick, Dino? Uh, I think a really good race, uh, race three, Percy Sykes. Uh, we're on at 101s on Tissot. I don't think in the current market there's there's any value in her price at the moment though. Seven dollars is very short. I think Autumn Ballet and Kiamochi are Did really you say good to one? race for savers. Well, yeah, well. I'm on an hundred and eleven yes. to one, thanks to Dino. Beautiful. I know, so, so we'll run second. A press. Yeah, we'll do the old yeah. cylinder first. Um all the Anavistio <laughs> in there. Um, any any place or just the win? No. No, I strictly bet place, which is so unfortunate. Yeah, I think okay. it was thirty to place or something yeah. like that. So, 
um, yeah, hindsight. And I think I had the option of Elden Ballet and I tossed up between me kind of back and I, I really wish I backed that. Yeah. We'll take it. I don't think it probably wins the race in the current market. I think Elden Ballet and, like I said, Mochi Bring come at a really strong race and can win. And I think there's an absolute outstanding bet in the last race, race 10, number one, Princess Grace. Mm. This horse has elite US mm. form. And if you go back and watch its trials, They've been dead set phenomenal. The big query is if it's a heavy track, it doesn't win. If it gets to a soft six, soft five, I think it wins the last at around $11. It's got one placed over there. Yeah, I think they... If you look, the form lines are outstanding mm. and um, Duckworth and Waller have been really bullish in the media saying they know she's got a stack of um, sort of ability, but they're not sure if she's going to come up this prep and her two trials were phenomenal. So I think they forced her hand in the sense that they've got a runner um, here, maybe a Brisbane or then saving for the spring, but she's obviously a broodmare prospect yeah. for Newgate. And, How's she going to go in an actual race with horses? Because she's racing fucking six horse, five horse, two horse races. Hmm. Yeah, well, if she's out in front by six, she, she won't know. She's a bloody barrier trial. <laughs> watch your trials if you're doing anything tonight oh, I would suggest watching her Barry. walk through the line it's a key thing for Waller especially for these horses that I think are best form 1600 metres but she's been trialling over around 900 metres so just watch her through the line it's been absolutely I'm happy to cop that tip but I think Zapatea will be hard to beat in the last Barry 15 is not ideal but she's probably going to be a horse that gets back regardless I'll be fanning down the outside fence by then anyway yeah. surely she did sit in the first four last start but she will have to go back here and i think she will be getting to the better ground um i was surprised with the ease she won in last up because she'd never won on a good track so she does go much better on soft and heavy i believe and i think she'll get audition uh, conditions to suit first up they went hell to skelter in the oakley plate and it was a pretty firm uh, track she just didn't really handle that but she still ran okay i thought and then last start she absolutely bolted in um Again, James McDonald, hopefully he's back back in form by this stage, but I do think she does look the most likely winner. And given the barrier, I think we'll get a much better price than the $2.80 currently on offer. I think the point to note there to Benny on that gate and 400 metres, it's a really, really kind 400 metre start. I think you can sit two, yeah. three, four wide and it doesn't really be a disadvantage. So a lot of punters always say, oh, it's sat three wide at Randwick 1200 metres. Add a lot of value uh, compared to Rose Hill. It's it's probably not a disadvantage. You prefer to sit in that three wide line rather than go yeah, all the way back. Beautiful. So, my little two cents. Yep. Well, fingers crossed. Zapatero wins the last for us, Benny. I think we'll get three dollars. The uh, Oz Racing family Gator must be sticking up for his girlfriend. Those those bloody colours. He loves them. Those purple Star Thoroughbred colours because he does. There's a thirteen into eight fifty move already. So. Watch this space. Gator will be tipping up for one of his little darlings, for sure. But that's all from Sydney. Pray. Avdala's on Tis Invincible, so well, at least he's a better replacement than Mick D. Half a chance. <laughs> all I'm asking for, bot, just half a run for my money. Okay. All right. Will we'll obviously doesn't hunters. have any other bets in Sydney because he doesn't bet in Sydney. So let's go straight to Sandown. Uh, Will, I'm not sure if this is going to ruin your whole weekend, but... Mm, I know, I was going to make a joke about Sydney being awful and this is why you should bet in Sandown uh, in Victoria, <laughs> but it looks like Sandown's going to be bogged let me just, too. Let so. me just read out this and you might want to actually vomit. Oh. Um, seven mils of rain Thursday, up to 25 on Friday and up to another 10 on Saturday. So we're heading for a, a wet, <laughs> wet track. Um, oh, it's currently a good fall. 
<laughs> we'll we'll give you ten minutes to preview the two races you want to do. What, do we what want are to the two with? races I'm doing? I'm doing Easter Cup, aren't I? And right, we'll just do we'll just do the one. Yeah, we'll just do Easter Cup. All right, let me get up the market. The Easter Cup. The one time Melbourne Cup favourite, I'm not sure if he still is, is White Marlin, two dollars ninety from Right You Are, four dollars. Luna Flair, eight fifty. Fancy Man, nine dollars. Sparkle, eleven dollars. Coming off two wins uh, at the two thousand metres and horrifying twelve dollars. Take it away, mate. Um, yeah, the horse I wanted to back here. Well, this is interesting because White Marlin comes off a five six length win at Flemington over twenty eight hundred metres, but like first up over two thousand metres, I thought it was easy enough to be against at the price like it's probably going to get a decent enough run or go forward barrier 11 but um i don't know i just couldn't take anywhere near inside two to one um right you are is just a consistent horse he runs about near about the same rating but um he's getting into uh, getting into a short enough price the horse i really wanted to be with here uh was fancy man he's an import for annabelle nation um, first up, he was necked out the back. Well, he wasn't really. He jumped well. And then, like, Schofield just, like, gradually took him back in in a slowly run race. And he just had absolutely no chance the way the race was run. He ran the, six, uh, the, was it the fourth fastest, I think, six of the four of the meeting. Um, and just sort of peaked out on his run behind uh, Zayrak. He's got, he's got numbers overseas that'll, that'll win this. Um, he's, a not, he's an on-pacer. That's the biggest thing. Like, he's, a not, he's an on-pacer... Um, uh, in Europe, so I'm thinking if if he if he jumps well from an outside gate, Ollie should take him to the front or or thereabouts. There's a, there's a bit of speed on here actually, but um, you, like you're getting twelve thirteen dollars um, depending where you shop, and um, I thought that that was way too big. I thought it should have been about six dollars. Like White White Marlin is obviously like he's a exciting sort of horse, but two ninety three dollars is just stupid I thought like I, I, I genuinely thought like five dollars was about the right price for it um, and and Barb Raider can run a race as well all of its best runs are over 2,000 meters um, and probably should have won the um, the SA Oaks I think it's called the 2,000 meter race um, that glint of hope won. Um, obviously the heavy tracks are a little bit scary but um uh, yeah but fan- fancy man should be fine in the heavy track or soft track whatever it is um, but yeah, if for the sake of a tip, I'll be, I'll, I, I have bet, and um, I would recommend that you bet Fancy Man in Beautiful. the Easter Cup. Did you have any? Here you go. Would you make? Sorry, sorry to butt in. Will, would you make White Marlin's trials? I was very, very concerned over the Warwick Farm one. I thought, obviously, the one down at Flemington was good, but I was pushed out five lengths, and I just think it's maybe come back a little bit. The hour and not as good as it did last preparation. Obviously, we didn't get a great guide. I had no trials in here in Sydney before. Obviously, one first up, but I was very, very concerned. Yeah, I guess like it's a trial. it's a proper staying um, gay waterhouse sort of horse, so they probably train the train the, the shit out of it. So it's probably going to be a bit dour. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I I. I, I I personally wouldn't read too much into it, but um, like this, I think this horse is like a genuine three thousand meter horse, and and um, you sort of see that in, in the numbers, and that like it ran a decent number there at Caulfield, but that was a a bog track, and and they went so fast there, that was Keats just went stupidly quick, and and it was it was a genuine genuine two thousand meters, like it was probably a, probably more like a two thousand four hundred meter race, 
um, in the end. So I, I, I just thought two ninety was a, a stupid price, and it should have been a bit bigger than that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess the trials. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really know what to make of the trials, but I just thought. Um, I think the the market's pricing him off the 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 Flemington two thousand eight hundred meter race, and I don't think you should be doing that. Yep. Uh, question without notice, but Loco versus Gringotts, two sort of progressive horses. Did you ever lean anyway there? Yeah, I, I, I had a look at this. Um, this is this is weird because Gringotts pretty much ran the same rating three three starts in a row, and then and then he was backed off the map at Sandown off 34 days and absolutely pissed in um, I've got no idea what to do with him um, he's fifth up first preparation versus Loco who I think probably needs 2,000 metres now but they're staying at 1,600 metres um, he obviously gets through a wet track he probably wasn't in the right part of the track oh, um, he wasn't was he? no he, he, he wasn't He wasn't as bad as you think it was no no, no that's not true the, oh, the he horse was beaten that, by what a deal. Fucking give me a deal. Yeah, spell. that's a decent oh. horse. He he oh, wouldn't feed him carrots him in my backyard. Right, straight past him. What a deal's a good horse. Um, the horse I maybe thought was a little bit big was Simeon, but like I probably don't even want to bet it. Like I don't know. Like it's a big win, but it was it was half gifted that race too. So um, yeah, I I probably lead probably lean loco, but with no real confidence to be honest. Best yep. race of the day, Melbourne, race six. Let's get results out of Loco, Gringotts, easy race. It is It is a pretty Pen the rest of them. The horse, the horse um, I'll do a little futures tip. I think She's a Tempest would go very close in the, the SA Oaks. I think it's a nice horse. Oof, there you go. There's one for your black book. Mm. All right, did you have anything else in Victoria, Bot, or haven't really had enough time to look at it yet? Um, I've had a little bit of a look. Um, I think Kazoo will get out. Um, Race? Maybe to four dollars or, or thereabouts and I'll be like back in it. Two or three? Race two. Two. Um yep. I am unstoppable, the two year old. I probably haven't done enough um work on this race, but from what I've seen, um the the last four hundred meters it ran was absolutely enormous. Like it was a I think it's a similar sort of um situation for me, like a is it is it me? That horse that we backed two weeks ago or so at Flemington. Yep. Like it was coming off that um that the really, really slowly run race at Morphville. Where it only sort of won by a length and a half, but like it was obviously going to win by a shit ton further if it was, if it was a little bit like evenly run or fast run race, like it would have it would have won by a lot further. And like so you're you going to back a boy, can you well horse? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's a world first. I think yeah. Dino has an opinion in this race. Do you tell me? Race three. Do I? Which race? Race three. No, I got no reason at all. What you Didn't you, weren't you tipping up Lady of Savoy on the trial time? Oh, oh I was too. I didn't even see it nominated here. No worries for listening. I haven't punched that in. Oh, yeah, no, good good pickup. I haven't punched that into my black book setup. So, really good find. No, I like that horse a lot. Probably a big step up on debut. I want to run these numbers and see what they've got to run to be able to win on debut. But really nice daughter of Tavachi. Uh, two really good trials. Jump out, sorry. And Bo Mertens, Matt Laurie. Uh, I love back on Molly horses first up. Would have loved to see Melamon, but I'm guessing he maybe can't ride 55 well, he kilos. He's riding to ride what you need. He's riding Cascadian to run second Animo. Uh, busy day. Ah, so he's not down there. Okay, no schedule, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Good pickup, Nico. I like that. I'm also, I'm also betting in her stride. I think it should be favourite. Give us a race, oh, race number. She is one of your girlfriends. Race five. Race she? five. Race, race five. five. Was I wrong last start? Was I wrong? It was just an absolute carve up. Oh my oh, god! I don't know about that it. was one of the worst rides I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, um, I think it's it should Heffelbanger. be favourite. Yeah. Um, no, Gorgie, Gorgie gave it a bad ride, but Heffelbanger's riding it. Um, yeah. Gorgie's plot going better than Heffelbanger. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> Clemenceau uh, yeah. To, to 1400 metres and it's probably going to be strongly run is the question but I think you can bet against that I really wanted to bet pinstriped because I think it'll run a new peak on Saturday but they've put Alana Kelly on and I don't want any part of it um, Corsine Mav is probably a little bit big um, 1400 metres on a wet track um, and what else gee it is big mm, yeah um, yeah and that's about it I think alright sweet I'm, yeah, I might do like a little thing on Twitter maybe or something because I haven't had, I haven't like done it properly, but I might yeah, do like a we'll little Yeah, we'll reshare that. And once the Victorian racing is back in action, we might go back to the Thursday night podcast anyway. Uh, for what it's worth, I think race seven, if this it does end up a heavy track, then you can bet your bottom dollar that Buffalo River will be backed in from $7 because he is an absolute mudlark and he will lead. Cardinal Gem has also proven it is what has handled a, a heavy track before. So... I think that looks a, a decent dual play if it gets to a really wet track. Ayrton, what is Ayrton? I don't know. He could just be a myth. He had every he chance first up. So I think Buffalo River will lead that race, and I think if there is a closer, it's probably Cardinal Gem. Um, but that's all I had for Victoria. Did you boys have anything before we go around the grounds give you our best bets? Beautiful. No, that's it for me. Right. I've, got, I've got one for Friday. Yep, go. I think I'm back Friday. on Friday. Race five at Geelong. Complete and utter moral, this. Cap de joie will not get beat. With or without Green Gods in the race. Three dollars oh, forty God. with Ladbrokes. Go and fill your boots. What? Where? <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that. Geelong, base five. Cap de joie. Three dollars forty bot with Ladbrokes. <laughs> Go and have a piece. They said if Bot wants some, he can have some. Come and have it. Yeah, I'll take it over from there. This horse is absolutely airborne. The the last start win at Mooney Valley was excellent, and it has proven it loves a bit of toe in the track. So, um, yeah, it went, it went from f- last to first in a couple of strides there. Um, out to 1,700 metres is perfect. She's actually entered for the Group 1 up in Sydney. But she probably won't get a run there as an emergency. Sure I, don't, I don't think she'll go there anyway. So she'll get her toe on the track here, and she should be closer to two than threes. I would have thought. Yeah, what the um, hell? She's like two sixty everywhere else. What? <laughs> yeah, she can. You can get three dollars thirty on Ladbrokes and Neds. Yeah, they've been doing that yeah, a little I've bit, taking a couple on um, in the market. So. They've done a bit of um, stuff with their their trading. So good on yeah, credit. So she's paying me out more. And the other one, me and Nico like it, is Stall Sunday oh, race four. Talk about moral to another moral. The top weight home rule looks extremely hard to beat for Maddie Raymond here. Uh, this horse was excellent, running over the nine five five first up, last up behind two really speedy horses in Unflinching and Foxicon. Steps up to eleven hundred meters, uh, much more suitable distance. It's got to carry the sixty one and a half, but it's a really compressed weight scale. 
I think it maps fine from barrier three. If the rain comes to stall, then this thing is an absolute mudlark. So it'll eat it up and it's only got to beat Zion. Zion has been a, a bit of a high horse, but if you look Zion. over his last couple of starts, like he's been racing in benchmark 58s and zero to 64s. Uh, home rule is actually actually has some decent creds, you know, in in seventy eights and eighty fours as last start. So I think this thing will start odds on, and I I can't see Zion doing anything else but drifting. To put it in perspective, punters, home rule is entered for the discovery, where it's a twenty one dollar chance in the market, and it's also entered in a race in Sydney. Where is it? The Railway Stakes, where it's a $6 second favourite. Um, so, Prey doesn't go there to either I, If of it pisses down in the Discovery, it's, I wouldn't knock it to finish top four or five. I'll fucking knock it. It'll be eight for horse if it goes to the Discovery and doesn't go to stall. <laughs> yeah, it looks immoral. Because we'll just be truckloading it, especially after after Saturday's fill-up. Might have my biggest <laughs> ever bet on this thing, Sunday. What do you reckon, Bot? Go for it, mate. Let's keep punting. All right, Dano, around the country, anything? I've got nothing. I think wait for Monday, actually. I'll give you these two. Monday, Warwick Farm, no markets out. They're back and there's a horse by the name of Queen of the Mile, now with the Freedmans. Trials have been elite. And another one for the Freedman camp, Michael Freeman, that is, uh, Bunker Hut. Both horses off the trials. They'll be winning first up. He's an elite first up trainer. Probably Huge. one of my favourite ones in Beautiful. Beautiful. But anything? I agree with what Nico said about home rule. Yeah. Can I have a piece now? Oh, Pop? it's racing Port Louis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's the other it's whole thing. It's going to be Zion and Port Louis. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're betting oh, you better God. than even money. But Complete what happened to Port in. Louis? Oh, that day at Ballarat. Mm. All right, punters. The only other uh, jurisdiction of notice this week is obviously over in Hong Kong. Um, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday in Hong Kong. Um, the Chairman's Trophy, you just got to multi these two up together. Lucky Swainess and California Spangle, they're probably, they're both in the, definitely in the top four horses, probably top three horses in Hong Kong. Um, California Spangle, they split this time. California Spangle goes to the Chairman's Trophy over 1,400 metres. It'll lead and win. And then Lucky Swainess drops back to 1,200 metres and he'll just be winning there. If you multi them up, hopefully we get around a dollar eighty for them both to win with a boost, and hopefully we get be, about dollar fifty each. That'd be phenomenal. And that'll be your Sunday paid for. All right, easy game. Best bets podcast multi. Who wants to go first? Um, and the moral. You let us off, Nico. Best bet podcast multi leg. Um. Are we doing back lane and pray now? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Do it now. Oh, well, just back Animo and Aft Cabin. You can have two best bets. Um, laying. Dubai on. You can have fucking Dubai on. Have him. Um, and my prey is Jin Martini. Great, phenomenal each way bet. Oh, my. Nico has been greedy and he stole my best bet. Half cabin, race five, number, uh, what is he, number one. Um, he looks an outstanding bet. My prey, um, I thought it was a bit of a tough one this week. I think Nerve Not Verve's got a great chance in the Sydney Cup and I also think Sparkle looks a little bit big 
in race eight at Sandown. And then I thought my my lay, if the track is heavy, then Pavitra in the Oaks will be my lay. I'll go. I'm pretty similar to you, Benny. I think best bet is Af Cabin. I think the lay of the day is Pavitra. I don't care if it's uh, soft or heavy. I think that horse can't win. And my praise, I pray that it's a drying track for Princess yeah. Grace in the last. Well, Alfred. My best bet is Fancy Man. My best prey is Fancy Man. And my best lay is White Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the same horse as your fucking best in your Why value, not? champ. Oh, no. oh, I am boy, unstoppable. Never change. I am unstoppable in the two year old race. I am unstoppable. They've named it after you, but. <laughs> That's right, man. I am unstoppable. All right, two all or right. three questions and then we'll wrap it all up. Benny Malrose says, can Sir Lucan win the Sydney Cup? I think no. dry, uh, wet track helps, but no. Can't, can't have it. No, but good luck if you are in the ownership group, if that's the reason uh, you're asking. Um, Stu, am I the sexiest man alive? No. Uh, there's a couple here. Stu, but 2-0 versus Nico on our head-to-head lays. Sam Battelato says, does the Marlin win the Melbourne Cup this year? I'm going to no. say no. Melbourne Cups aren't won in April. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I'll be looking for an international that comes across something better. Um, Jimmy Ryan says, can never talk win the Sapphire? Is that a Who's race? That? That's in the last. Probably not. If we're, tip- if we're tipping up Zapatea or Princess Grace. It's, it's a weddy though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, going like a wet. Um, good horse, it's got to come from last all the time. All right. And then there's a couple more questions from Stu and Maxi, but I don't know if we need to read them out, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Let's wrap it up there. All right, thanks, fellas. Good luck on Saturday. Cheers. Beautiful, right. thank you. Enjoy thanks, the, the long weekend, punters. Obviously, Easter weekend, five days. Uh, get away from it all. Me and Nico will be heading get down up to stall. So up to stall. if there's any of the faithful going down to stall, then shoot us a DM and we'll have a, have tip, a beer and a punt together. We're going to tip the card on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we've had a good day on Saturday and we're tipping the card on Sunday. All right, punters, good, good luck. Day two of the championships, Animo versus Dubai. And it's going to be an absolutely outstanding race. Good luck whichever way you go and we'll see you back here next Thursday. Bye. Anna Morrill.
penitentiary chances The devil dances and eventually answers To the call of autumn All them falling for the love of falling Get caught with 30 rocks The cop look like Alec Baldwin In a century anthems Based off inner city tantrums Based off the way we was branded Face it, Jerome get more time than Brandon And at the airport they check all through my bag And tell me that it's random But we stay winning This week has been a bad massage I need a happy ending And a new beginning And a new fitted And some job opportunities is lucrative Just the real world, homie school finished They just stole your dreams, you don't know who did it I treat the cash the way the government tree says I won't be satisfied till all my niggas get it, get it? Ain't no question if I want it, I need it I can feel it slowly drifting away from me I'm on the edge, so why you playing? I'm saying I will never, ever let you live this down, down, down It's hip-hop, just a euphemism for a new religion The soul music of the slaves that the youth is missing But this is more than just my road to redemption Malcolm West had the whole nation standing at attention As long as I'm a polo smiling, they think they got me But they'll try to crack me if they ever see a black me I thought I chose a field where they couldn't sack me If a nigga ain't shooting the jumps, I run and attract me But this pimp is at the top of Mount Olympus Ready for the world's games, this is my Olympics We make them say ho, oh, cause the game's so pimpish Choke a South Park writer with a fish stick I insisted to get up off of this dick And these drugs, niggas can't resist it Remind me when they try to have Ali enlisted If I ever wasn't the greatest nigga, I must have missed it Ain't no question if I want it I need it I can feel it slowly drifting away from me I'm on the edge, so why are you playing? I'm saying I will never, ever let you let this down more drinks and less lights And that American apparel girl in just tights She told the director she trying to get in the school He said take them glasses off and get in the pool It's been a while since I watched the two Cause like a crip set I got way too many blues for any more bad news I was looking at my resume Feeling real fresh today They rewrite history I don't believe in yesterday And what's a black beetle anyway? A fucking roach? I guess is why they got me sitting there fucking coach My guy said I need a different approach Cause people is looking at me like I'm sniffing coat. It's not funny anymore. Try different jokes. Tell them hug and kiss my ass. X and no. And kiss the ring while they at it. Do my thing while I got it. Play strings for the dramatic. And then that whack shit. Act like I ain't had a belt in two classes. I ain't got it. I'm coming after whoever who has it. I'm coming after whoever who has it. You blowing up. That's good. Fantastic. That y'all. It's like that y'all. I don't really give a fuck about it at all. Cause the same people that try to blackball me for got about two things, my black balls. Ain't no question if I want it, I need it. I can feel it slowly drifting away from me. I'm on the edge, so why are you playing? I'm saying I will never, ever let you live this down. I done cop Timses, lived in lenses, kid Armani suits, fresh fruits, valley boots and benzes. Counting up, smoking, one cuff, lob is a red jag, a Louis bag, grabbing the blunt, fuck it, steam about 101 L's, kites off the jails, buying sweats, running up in Stetson.